Welcome to the latest Fenders and Cricket Club podcast from the 2017 season. I'm Michael McCann, your host, and just want to start with a quick thank you for all of our sponsors across this campaign, which include AutoCare, Extreme Events, Physical Blueprint, Swift Building Company, Cambridge Econometrics, La Maison du Steak, Quimil Hotel and Spa, Apollo Damp and Timber, Tim Phillips Accountant, Red Monster, The Cambridge Knee Clinic, Ben Hayward Cycles, Hutty, Qualitaire, Rembridge and Papasha Restaurant. Thank you very much to all of you for your fantastic support. Welcome to the Ancient Shepherds for the Fender and Cricket Club podcast after the first lost and the seconds won. I can speak to first team vice captain but then installed as captain for the day because the captain said that the vice captain should be captain, Mark Wilson. Mark, how was your experience of being captain? Well, Michael, as vice captain of the Cricket Club, is the first team. I expect when Adam Wilson isn't here that I would captain the side. Um, we had a discussion beforehand about whether Brownie and I should captain. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think it makes a difference who captains. It's about who calling what on a coin toss. Um, 50% chance of getting it right. I always get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but you won the toss and fielded on instruction of your brother. No, no, I lost the toss. I called tails the, ball, the um, coin landed heads. I would have batted if we'd won the toss because of the track. Um, but to be fair... Whenever we're captain, and I'm sure wherever AB captains, it's done as a committee. There's a group of us that will always have a chat. Um, if someone comes up with a good idea, we'll go along with it. Um, in the day, the idea is to try and get take ten wickets. And then once they'd posted a very decent score, we made a very respectable effort away at the league leaders in trying to get there. Charles Jameson, in particular, starting with 44. Very pleasing from him and, and from most of the card, really. Pleasing from Charles. Yeah, he's probably the best I've seen in battle all season, actually. I know I've not played a lot, but... Um, He's coming a lot. The fact that Giles is hitting fours off spinners is always a always a bonus. He's actually worked hard on his um, his batting. Um, I think getting some runs for the second some confidence has helped. But to be honest, when we got there this mo- this afternoon, I was expecting two sixty, two seventy, and when we we dropped seven catches and sixteen overs, you can't do that and um, expect to keep a team below uh, par score. I think we kept them below par score. Um, I think one more batsman we'd have probably won the game. But it shows it the fact that we had Giles, myself, Gavin, Chris coming in, but four, five, six, seven, and scoring a hundred between us. And we actually, the middle order did a lot today, and we can all be proud for the whole eleven of what we did today. There we go, nine points acquired, and it could well have been ten if we'd have got to two hundred for that final batting point. Crossing to the seconds, who played Burwell fourths and won very comfortably by nine wickets. Nine wickets. Can speak to Mark Vaughan Shaw about that. Mark, the first thing you mentioned to me was there were some questionable aesthetic decisions from certain members of the playing squad, particularly players who've played a lot in the first team and due to injuries aren't there, so probably should know better than to not play in whites. Yeah, I'm very hopeful that we don't hear back from uh, from, from, from Cam CA that uh, you know we, we, we forfeited the match because two of our players were wearing pastel-coloured <laughs> cotton shirts rather than regulation cricket tops. Um, let's hope we don't receive notification of that during the week. And uh, do you want to detail any, any more in terms of the colour? Was it particularly garing, yeah, I mean, off-putting um, to the opposition? Yeah, George George Silcock, uh, very nice, uh, light pink, Egyptian cotton apparently. Um, unfortunately, he suffered a couple of grass stains on that. Um, we're not quite sure how Egyptian cotton will deal with grass stains because we're not sure there's a whole lot of grass in Egypt. So uh, we'll wait and see if those come out. 
um, Thomas Butler was wearing um, a, a, a blue shirt, um, which he also wore out last night, um, having not gone home. Um, fortunately, he did take off his salmon chinos and replace them with a, a pair of borrowed cricket whites. And given your experience in terms of work of dealing with children and the fact that there was a lot of young players in the opposition, were you worried that that might sort of have put them off and, and be quite quite garing and you know they're expecting to turn up and play eleven adults wearing whites, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I would at least have hoped they would have bought a note from their parents, um, but they didn't have a note from their parents, um, and uh, yeah, just just just. It, 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 it just let the side down a little bit in terms of us appearing like a business-like cricket team who knew what they were doing. Any other particular comments from the game, which, which on the face of it seemed like a relatively comfortable win? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we were pleased that Burwell were able to put out a side. We were worried during the week uh, that that might not be the case. Um, so we were pleased to play. Um, fair, pl- fair, play to, fair play to them. They had a lot of juniors playing um, who, who equipped themselves really well, um, but they lost regular wickets um, and, uh, and yeah, all out for all out for 89, and it was a fairly comfortable chase for us. And for the final thoughts on this podcast, Jim's little brother, please. Um, I can cross to Ditton's forgotten man, the man who has no name. If you've listened regularly to the podcast over the years, you might just about remember who he is by his voice. Um, some call him Alexander William, but I, I doubtful. I mean, Cheryl Page doesn't know who he is. What? We're just, he's just deciding if he wants a pint because some of our team thankfully remember who he is. Um, so, do you have any comment on the cricket today, which you haven't watched at all, man with no name? Uh, I, I don't know what's going on. I didn't watch any of it. I, I heard the firsts lost and the seconds won. That's about all I know. Thanks for coming, mate. Completely useless. We'll see you next time.